Welcome to Career Chats, a show about personal growth and building sustainable careers for developers. Every week, Swix and Randall hyper-focus on one key idea that may change your life. They do it all in less than 10 minutes, so let's get started. Hey everyone, today we're going to talk about providing value on Twitter. Uh, but before that, I think we should talk about why we should want to have a Twitter presence. What do you think, Randall? Yeah, um, mostly I think for Twitter presence, it's so silly. You know, you think you have to have like a Twitter account and you have to grow a bunch of followers. But I think the benefit of having a Twitter account is so much beyond Twitter. Like, you know, there's so many more opportunities that come from Twitter in terms of you'll be on podcasts. You can speak at a conference because of your Twitter profile. I actually, one of the reasons I got a book deal was because of my Twitter profile. And I think a big one is just job offers. Like, you know, that recently I had that big gumroad thing happened for me and I was really excited about it. and Which we'll talk about in a future episode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, that wouldn't have happened if I didn't have a Twitter presence. So I think there's just a huge benefit in growing your Twitter profile that so many people don't really think about it. They think, oh, it's social, you know, social media. For me, it's also about networking with people that would normally not be in my orbit. And especially, I think this is helpful for junior engineers. Like you can be a fly on the wall on, in the conversation of senior engineers. Like people like Brendan Ike who created JavaScript and like, you know, people in, in the React core team, like any, any sort of like really super smart, accomplished people the conversations between each other, you may not fully understand the context of it, but you can actually Google stuff that you don't know, or you can just straight up ask for clarification. And I think that's a really fast way to level up compared to just staying within your your company. So I think I think that's you know that's that's a really cool why to to do this. Yeah, I mean um, that's kind of so, how we yeah. met. You know, that's not how we met. Yeah. <laughs> and here we're doing a podcast, so we've never met in real life, but Twitter. <laughs> yeah, you know, there's this like sort of general theory of social networks <laughs> and. and uh, Facebook is for people who you used to know. LinkedIn is for people you pretend to know. And Twitter is for people that you will know in future. So <laughs> I love that. Uh, it's, it's very much, yeah, because you, you sort of connect. The only thing you connect on is, is sort of shared interests, right? Like you, you tweet about stuff you're interested in. I tweet about stuff we're interested in. We notice that we, we both like are interested in the same things. And then we start DMing and then we take it off Twitter. Like I think a lot of the, my goal of Twitter is to like find interesting people and then take that relationship off Twitter uh, and do something interesting with it. Twitter is not the end goal. It's the beginning of something else. That's great. Yeah, I love that. I think, so I think you in particular grew extremely, like, you know, I wasn't aware of your presence like a year ago. You went from, you went from like relatively few followers to a lot. Let's talk about that. How, what, what happened and how'd you do it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so last year, I think I had around 300 Twitter followers. And I used Twitter for years, but kind of, you know, I don't really invest in any social media. And then this year I took this course I'm definitely going to talk about. And I went to like 30,000 followers on Twitter in just a few months. I was getting like eight to 10,000 followers every month when I was consistently tweeting, which just completely blew my mind. Um, and this course, it's by Daniel Vasallo. Highly recommend everyone listen to it and go watch it. Um but he has at least a few key principles and I started using them. And when I did, it was something, it was just magical happened. For instance, like, you know, we met and before that we probably wouldn't have met because I had 300 Twitter followers. I did not tweet. Mm 
I posted dog photos generally or like funny jokes. (laughs) So, you know, all these opportunities came because I did that. So it was just like a huge benefit that I built this audience. Yeah. You know, for the record, you can get a a big audience posting dog photos. Uh, Dog Rates (laughs) is one of the biggest Twitter accounts and it's it's adorable. But it's it's all about like, I guess, what you're super interested in and something that you have you have a unique way of stating things. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, I think I think we could just talk about the principles, and then I'll ask you about you know specific examples of what you did. One of my biggest takeaways from his course, one of his key principles, was that people listen if you have credibility, and you need to find ways to establish that credibility, and you need to figure out ways to have, also have people find you. So I was bad about both of those things, but for instance, I had my free CS degree tweet. And that was something, you know, I'd built up over years. I've read a thousand resources. They've done nothing but kind of build up my own resources. I have huge spreadsheets and I have huge documents, nothing but resources. And once I did that post and I did it on Free Code Camp, you know, I think I got a thousand followers just overnight. And I don't want to go in and say, you know, it's all about followers and it's not. It's about, you know, engagement. And like we said, building that meaningful relationship and taking that off Twitter. I like the way that sort of Daniel kind of phrases this, which is, you know, do something interesting in real life and then people will find that interesting. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it's that whole principle of like, you can't just like your, your goal should not just to be an influencer, like hashtag influencer, right? Like your goal should be like, do something interesting off offline, like off of Twitter and then yes. sort of bring that value on. Um, yeah, I feel, I feel like you did that with your with your with your tweets. Yeah, I think for me, I just providing so much information to people. Like I have a lot of my free guides. You know, I have the free beginner to code guide, and then I have my free job hunting resource guide. It's things that I would have never thought would have been good tweets, but you know, they get. I have some. I think the CS degree tweet has like twenty thousand likes, which I would have never thought in a million years yeah. that twenty thousand people would see something that I created. And I think that kind of leads well into his next principle of like figuring out ways for people to find you. And, you know, if you're not doing that, you're just tweeting into the void, which I was doing for years. I was thinking, oh, people are seeing my tweets. But really, I was just posting talk <laughs> photos to myself and my few friends on Twitter. Um, so I think that's like one of his really great key principles is that you need to figure yeah. out different ways. And there's like various ways of doing that as well. There, there are bad ways. So some people like <laughs> like to hashtag a lot. They're like hashtag, you know, 100 days of code, hashtag hustle. Or, I, I don't know. I don't know what they hashtag. But like, that seems like a really tacky part of Twitter. People just do it out of an article of faith that it works. But I don't I don't ever see it working. I think your content should speak for itself. It should be valuable <laughs> enough that it goes viral on its own. So what are, what are examples of like, how do you provide value? Something that kind of Daniel discusses in the course of like find the intersection of what interests your audience and what you have credibility on. And mm-hmm. for me, you know, when I started out on Twitter, I didn't really feel like I had credibility on anything. You know, I was a junior engineer, so I didn't tweet that much, which looking back, I totally should have because I love reading those kind of tweets from junior engineers now about their journey. That's fabulous. But, you know, last year I decided that, you know, my interests were helping people get jobs because something I've done in the past is be really good about standing out in the job hunting process, even from really early on. You know, I came from a marketing background. So I was like, how can I stand out? How can I make myself, you know, like the number one person that they're going to hire? So I kind of took content like that and turned it into tweets, like my tweet that had, I reviewed hundreds of resumes, you know, and I summarized the common issues that I saw that people were having. You know, that got 3,000 likes, that got a ton of amazing opportunities. I, 
got free stuff that I just gave away in giveaways, which was incredible. Like Zip Job gave out free resume reviews, which were like hundreds of do- like dollars, which was really cool. Um, so tweets like that, I summarized, you know, common issues on resumes. I summarized the good things I saw in resumes. I gave away the, you know, the free CS degree blog posts, things like that. Um, finding things that people think are really valuable. And I think, you know, I love my dog photos on Twitter. I love my dog. We talk about my dog a lot, (laughs) you know, (laughs) but that's not really anything that is providing value. Also, because I love dog photos, but I'm a terrible photographer. So yes, that could be something valuable if I was a good photographer, but I'm not. So once I kind of shifted my mindset to something about content, I feel like just everything really took off for me on Twitter. I think one good last thing to add is um, his two different types of tweets that he discusses. I think some people are really bad about doing this. So one is giving something. And then the second tweet type is asking for something. And he discusses that you need to give a lot before you ask for anything. So an example of an ask tweet would be something where you're like, oh, go read my blog posts or, you know, go buy my book or go do this. You're asking them to do something for you. But a giving tweet is going to be the most valuable tweet you can provide because it's something you're just giving them resources. So I think that's really important kind of thing to remember. Yeah, people want free stuff. Who knew? Uh, and, and I think that it's something. It's something that I think uh, even like corporate social media managers are catching on to. They're starting to give giveaways and stuff, and apparently it works really well. So uh, those those are interesting ideas as well. But like giving resources, giving uh, ideas. Uh, for me, I do a lot of giving talks and insights on frameworks and stuff like that. I don't do nearly as much as you do. So uh, I think you're the, you're the master in this. No, you do um, a lot of great, great giving tweets. You have. I feel like that kind of leads to his other high quality tweet is that you're really good. He has that in his course, you know, it's a topic you have credibility on. It's a topic Mm -hmm. that interests your audience, you know, and it's something about you experienced. You're really good about that because you're always doing something interesting. And then you're giving out these talks all the time or you're, you know, you're live streaming. You're really good at it too. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Cool. I I hope, I hope someone gets some value from this and, uh, where should they go if they if they want to take that course? Yeah, we'll post the link for Daniel Vasallo's course in our podcast. All right. I think that was a really good recap on how to provide value on Twitter. Uh, I think that anyone can follow this advice and do really, really well. So I'm excited to see you do that. Yeah, and- thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to Career Chats with Swix and Randall. If you have any feedback or questions, scroll to the bottom of the show notes for the link. If you like the podcast, make sure to tell a friend.